This is Justin McRoy. I don't care what you say. You're listening to the Good Boys Girls. Hi, welcome back to the Good Boys Girls. Wait, sorry, I did that wrong. Wait, we gotta do the whole thing again. Wait, why? Alright, ready? Five, no. four, three, two, one! No, it's not gonna be any better than that. Come on, you gotta get in with the lyrics, two come on. Two girlfriends are making a podcast about three brothers who tell jokes on a podcast. And then they made a TV show, and now... They have a fan podcast about their podcast and stuff by three, two girlfriends who love each other very much, and they're called the Good Boys Girls. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, variations thereupon. Welcome back to the Good Boys Girls fan Rap podcast Yo, for the McElroy family. to say, I like making podcasts in a major way. That's from the Fruity Pebbles commercial. <laughs> um... Hello, ladies and gentlemen, variations thereupon. Welcome back to the Good Boys and Girls, a fan podcast for the McElroy family of products. I'm your co-host, Haley Rose. I'm your other co-host, Lily Blue. Um, And we are the (laughs) The Good Good Boys Boys Girls. Girls. Uh, Hi, I love you. (laughs) I love you. You doing okay? This is stupid. -uh. Uh Nuh-uh. So, um, I... So listen. So when we were talking about, just on a more serious note, sure. Um, when we were talking about the Adventure Zone, I mentioned how um, Loop was like a very important character for me as a just a consumer of culture and you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, as a trans person uh, to see a trans character in um, media. Likewise, uh, the Mabim Bam CISO show was really important for me as a magical pervert. Uh, because oh my god! I... Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> this is where you're as going very, with this. As a very magical pervert, I really appreciated episode three, um, resumes and Jamiroquai's dad uh, well, for Griffin's a, as a, as remarkable a car- performance. As a carpet that fucked a nerd, I also appreciate it. <laughs> Wait, you're the carpet? I am the carpet, and you're I'm the nerd. I'm the nerd. <laughs> I am the carpet fucking nerd that is magically perverted. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we're talking about the Mabim Bam CISO show yeah, and a follow are. up to our Mabim Bam uh, podcast show oh, show. So uh, the Mabim Bam CISO show was a um, show on CISO about Mabim Bam. Thank you all for listening to the Good Boys Girl. <laughs> We're done now. This is We're done now. It's one in the morning. Yeah. Um and life has been showing up for us lately. So we're a bit flopsy mopsied in the in the good girls twins. That's an understatement. Um, oh, please don't say that. What? Good girls twins? Mm-mm. What? I didn't like that. No, those are our those are our twin children. Oh, flopsy good, and mopsy the good girls flopsy twins. Flopsy and mopsy. <laughs> <laughs> No, we already have names picked out for our kids, and they are not Flopsy and Mopsy. Flopsy and Mopsy, the good girls twins. and Peter. (laughs) Why did Peter get the fucking short end of that stick? No, I think 
you think it's the other way around? Why did his sisters get the weird no, ass no, names? No, 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 because that's the culture at that point. Everyone else has weird names. Sure. And Pe- they're just like, ooh, Peter. Uh-huh. Why wasn't his well, let's name Let's go like- hang out with Dirkus Boberkus <laughs> and fucking Schmoopsy Bluebell. Oh. Um, so we also oh. just watched like three episodes of the Bam Bam CISO show, which kind of puts you in the mindset of like having done drugs because it's like a surreal well, only you would really that, to be it's fair. a really weird ex- no it's a really weird experience yeah. so the the bim bam so show was um which sounds like when you say it out loud sounds like you just hit like fucking <laughs> like your brain turned off yeah. you're like oh yeah uh my favorite television show is the bim bam so show <laughs> And it's like, what? What? Well, to be honest, it can't even be called that anymore. Like, it the technical yeah. title of the show is My Brother, My Brother and Me. But in order to, like, for people who are fans of both the podcast and the TV show, in order to, like, differentiate, we say Mabim Bam and Mabim Bam CISO because it originally aired right. on CISO, which was, I think, NBC's comedy streaming NBC's service? NBC's sh- comedy streaming service that lasted like one year before <laughs> every before they realized creating a streaming service that allows you to uh, do a 30-day free trial and creating so many niche shows that take less than 30 days to watch yeah. uh, is not a good business practice because no. everybody who winds up getting a TV show... Uh, and has a fan base that wants to see that show and nothing else, gets the 30-day free trial, watches the show, and then cancels their subscription. And so CISO made a gazero dollars. Exactly, which is exactly what I did, and I'm sure you did that, and I know uh-huh. so it's many other I did. people. Everybody who- did that. In yeah. fact, I'm pretty sure several podcast hosts that I've listened to that um, I think uh, Paul F. Tompkins, who was on Gajillion Dollar Properties on yeah. CISO, actually suggested on his show... Hey, if you don't want to actually pay for it, just sign up for the 30-day free trial, watch our show, and then cancel it. And I was like, that's a good point, Paul <laughs> F. Tompkins. And I did that, and that's why CISO failed. And then all of a sudden, I go back to his show, and I listen to it, and they're like, so Gajillion Dollar Properties is canceled because CISO is going under, and we're doing a GoFundMe to um, you know, get the show picked up by another network. And I'm like, you gave me the, the idea, idea for your yeah. downfall. Well, here's the other thing I, that I just remembered that I did was um, CISO had this option where you could send people your um, referral link and they'd mm-hmm. give you a month for free every time you did that. <laughs> so I like God. just had... I put it up on Tumblr and I just had like 10 strangers use my referral link and both of us got a free month. So I had a whole year of CISO for free that I didn't, I had a subscription for a whole year for free. And then the What a fucking. Yeah, it's a terrible model. It's like the same as like, like Blockbuster did the same shit where like you would come and if you rented three movies, you could get candy for free. Like that's why they went out of business. this This is what happens when you. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when you base your internet media service off of uh, drug deals model of <laughs> okay. business where you give them a little taste for free and then they keep coming back. But the problem is um, TV don't work that way, stud, right. <laughs> especially when you give the best creators uh, only fucking f- what, six episodes, five yeah. episodes, six Six. Six magical episodes that we will watch over and over again forever. Right. Simply because the Mabim Bam CISO show is a gift to the world. So let's well, talk a little bit thing, about... Though, like really quick before we move on from this topic uh-huh. is that I can go on iTunes and pay, which I have done, and pay 10 bucks mm-hmm. for all six episodes and just own them uh-huh. forever and they're mine now and I have them and I can put them on all of my devices and I don't mm-hmm. have to stream it or pay a subscription, like I just own it. Like that's right. worth it for me, you know. Worth it. Um. So whatever. Um. So about the but yeah, show. let's talk about the Mabim Bam CISO show. My yes. brother, my brother, and me uh, aired in what was it, two thousand six, seventeen, sixteen. So they filmed uh in the month for three weeks in the month of September in two thousand sixteen in Huntington, West Virginia, and then mm-hmm. uh it was released all released at once on CISO. On February 23rd, 2017. February? Listen, it's 1 a.m. Don't do this to me. February 23rd, 2017. Valentine's Day. Yeah, right in time for Valentine's Day. And it's funny because I think 
that was like right when I got into their content. Oh, interesting. If See, I, I had been correctly. following them for a bit. Yeah, point. we talked about just this like before. Like for a minute, yeah. We talked about Taz. I had just mm-hmm. started listening to Taz that January, and I had just gotten mm-hmm. caught up with Taz when right. the TV show yeah, aired. Because yeah. I remember, because I watched all of it in my freshman dorm. I oh, it took me wow. a minute to to catch up with that because I didn't watch it until they released the um f- the free episode on YouTube temporarily, which is a great business practice. Yeah. Um, because I went straight over to CISO and watched the whole thing, um, like immediately. No, I watched uh, it like so, the day it, it day it dropped. <laughs> well, especially because I had um, so CISO gave out these little cards that each were worth thirty days of. Free free subscription sure. to CISO um, for like a trial thing, and uh, they gave them out from a lot of their like you know locations. But I went I, at that time. I was at the Upright Citizens Brigade, which is a feeder program straight into um, NBC comedy. So like, if you look at the Good Place, like Janet is UCB. Yeah. Uh, the guy who plays the guy from the Bad Place is UCB. God, I like, love him. Most of the people in the good place are UCB. Most of the like, you know, l- you know, secondary characters are Upright Citizens Brigade improv right. actors. Um, and so NBC has a direct relationship with uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade, especially because Amy Poehler founded the school and everything. So like, and she's all over NBC. So that's it's a direct link. And so there were these stacks of promo cards for CISO at the desk at the front of the Upright Citizens Brigade. And so I took like fucking six. <laughs> I just took a handful and like I just fucking cranked them all into my computer and computer machine every time my trial expired. <laughs> and uh, I didn't take long because I watched that in like a jillion dollar properties and that was it. That was all I watched on CISO and didn't really need all of that, but I kept doing it because I didn't want to pay for anything. And then CISO went under, and then I didn't have to worry about it anymore. So anyway, enough about CISO. Um, my brother, my brother, and me is a gift to the world. Um, Absolutely. It is, I mean, it's not the greatest television show ever made. It's not, you know, The Wire. It's not the funniest <laughs> television show ever made, but it's the most charming and specific show ever. Like, I don't think it's that accessible. Like, I always want to show it to people, but I know if I do, they're going to be like, what the hell am I watching? Now, that's the thing about this, though, is I actually <clears throat> disagree with that. Um, because yeah? there are so, yeah, there are so many people, especially my siblings, who did not know the McElroy brothers existed until I showed them this TV show and they fell in love with them and now like watched Monster Factory and my brother started listening to Mabim Bam finally cuz he's wow. he's he's a video person he likes YouTube he likes TV he doesn't necessarily he's got audio processing so he doesn't like podcasts and audiobooks and that it's hard for him to right. stay stay focused so the fact that like he got into them through their video content and then started listening <clears throat> to their audio content was really cool to me because now that's like something we can bond over he quotes that tv show all the goddamn time like well it's one of the most the quotable time. things of all time yeah i mean well, like and it's I mean, let's it's just funny. rattle off some highlights right here sure um car boy half boy half car the protector, protector and king, king of, of Philadelphia. You threw I'd like me to, off. You, I'd like... you, you gave me like a, you gave me a like one of those speech jammers because you were sp- saying it at the same time as me, but it was delayed. Sorry. Through the Discord, and so I went chimbingdelfinga. <laughs> I'd like to talk. I'd like to discuss with you pornography for birds. Let's maybe not discuss that. <laughs> I I need to talk about uh, bird, bird lube, lube now. now. <laughs> I think um, birdseed will be a component in every single episode. <laughs> It's phenomenal. I mean, that's just one episode. And then there's, yeah. you know, uh, Young, Dumb, and Hungry for You Know. Uh, <laughs> Eight foot vertical leap. That's literally just one, one episode. episode. Okay, but I honestly, episode two is like, I, this is just my opinion. I think it's the most quotable. Like, there are good yeah. moments in all the other ones, but that one is just, has it just is consistently like, one well, thing to the then next. There's also there's there's also an episode three. Uh no, not three. Well, three is good. That's that's Travis did. I a try hit. to forget that um, one exists. Because you hate spiders, yeah. But <laughs> really there's also the episode four where they walk down the hallway and uh pretend that they go to a magical land and 
And then Griffin goes down and he goes, Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog's here and he wants to get me high. No, that's episode five where they're searching that's for a, five. Okay. they're searching for a um they're searching for a cult. Yes, they're trying to find secret societies. Yeah, so and, and Justin, there are, well, Justin there are and Travis six go down first, right? And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. no, we found a sword, and we're going on a magical... And Griffin's like, no, I want to be a part of it. And so then Griffin goes down, and he's like, oh, Sonic's here, and he's giving me some weed. And the other two are like, so, no, no, he's not. No. So let's let's get a little more organized here. There are six episodes of My sure. Brother and My Brother and Me on CISO. Yes. Uh, the first episode is Dorms and Ghoul Smashing, where the McElroy brothers uh, take the haunted doll watch to the next level, and they actually become ghost hunters. Um, but not really. They actually hire ghost hunters to uh, investigate a doll that they think is maybe haunted based on its creepiness. Um, then there's Resumes and Jamiroquai's dad. Where the McElroy brothers try to pad their resumes uh, and get a job from uh, Justin's father-in-law, Tommy Smurl. Uh, specifically, a job that Griffin had in the past lost for after uh, working a week part-time asking for paid leave to go to Bonnaroo. Uh, and then just skipping work to go there anyway. But the then there's episode headlining, so... Yes. <laughs> then there's episode three... Uh, tarantulas and Travis did a hit where the McElroy brothers try to prove that tarantulas are super hip and cool pet and just need to be rebranded for the modern era Uh, during which uh, at one point Justin antagonizes Travis who has a crippling fear of spiders to the point where Travis uh, hits him not like in a in a really hard gonna kill you way, but in sort of an uncomfortable not in an uncomfortable for brothers kind of way, but in an uncomfortable for working professionals in a professional environment kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's episode four, uh, one, probably my favorite. I don't know. They're they're all really great. Teens in your least favorite soda, in which the McElroy brothers uh, attempt to connect with the youth. By coming up with cool teen names, dabbing and flipping water bottles, um, and then go to a school and try to learn uh, what makes teens cool and what teens like, and also trying to to get them to stop looking at their cell phones and pay attention to the world around them. Uh, episode five, another favorite of mine, Secret Societies and Apologies to Nathan, where the McRoy brothers try to get to the bottom of this whole Illuminati thing um, by uh, investigating. <laughs> Seven! Seven! Uh, this is also the introduction of the alt- uh, the augmented reality game. Which is real, in by the, the show, way. In the show. Which is real, by the way. Um, and redirects you to a website about pizza, I believe. I think. I don't. I need to double check that, but yes. Um, and uh, they aren't. Spoilers, they aren't successful in finding a a secret society in Huntington. Although they are able to get in contact with the actual Knights Templar, um, which is great. Um, But uh, then there is... Then they wind up making their own cult, which is excellent. Um, Not a cult. And then there's... Not a cult, a secret society. That's right. Um, Then there's episode six. Uh, Candle Knights and Vape Ape, in which the McElroy brothers um, have to address a question about someone who's trying to quit smoking by picking up vaping, except, oh no! It's Candle Knights. And uh, then they have to uh, have three days to put on a Candle Knights spectacular live show in Huntington uh, while filming a TV show. And Griffin gets electrocuted to death. Travis meets Weird Al Yankovic, and Justin be- gets mad with the power of directorial influence over the actors and theatrical people in the and town. And dongs. And dongs and basketballs. Um. Um. So mostly, all right. You, you what are your thoughts? I want to hear your 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 thoughts and feelings on this. Well, first of all, I want to mention um, that we get to see some pretty cool folks on the show as well as the boys, including Mm -hmm. uh, Jonathan and Drew of the Property Brothers, and then um, John and Hank Green of the Vlog Brothers, and also Lin-Manuel Miranda, which is very cool. Lin-Manuel Miranda, the mayor of Huntington, um, Sydney and Charlie McElroy. Riley Smurl, Tommy Smurl. Dwight, which some of you may recognize, is um, Justin's... um, 
co-host on um, Things I Bought at Sheets. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've watched that, baby, but it's good. I have watched that. Um, and then uh, who else? Oh, I mean, Clint, obviously. Clint, Duh. obviously. Like he couldn't there. have been there. Love they couldn't him. have done this without him. Um, I love there's a framing device at the end of every episode where they go back to meet with Clint. Yeah. Um, have like except a for the teens one where they are consumed by the clown boxes, infinite evil, and then it's just this sad shot of Clint eating alone with three full plates of food next to him. Yeah. Which that um, which just is very sad. Like, that well that just gets like left <laughs> and uh-huh. then the next episode picks up like nothing happened, which is great. Right. Um so do you wanna talk about like do you wanna do breakdowns and analysis now or do you wanna go deeper into each episode of kind of like what happens and um, what it's about well, or I think I mean we gave a general synopsis the 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 general rule of thumb now CISO's gone so you sure. can either get this on iTunes iTunes or um uh, uh Verve VRV. not sponsored yeah uh we're not sponsored by Verve um or iTunes could uh, be. or any product we could be hey Verve hit me up um but uh that's where you can find it and i'm sure a numerous a numerous amounts of illegal locations but go, don't go to those because then the boys don't get their good paycheck that they deserve to get mm-hmm. um but yeah so um you can find them there i say go watch them yourself i don't want to dive too much into these uh there you know we did a little bit of spoilage but honestly like if you're listening to this and haven't watched the show yet like what are you doing um, like if you're listening to the fan podcast of the McElroy brothers and haven't watched their TV show, you have not consumed the right content in the right order. Nope. Um, but, um, I want to talk about a little bit about analysis. I want to talk about like themes. What is, you know, the general feeling of it? Um, cause to me, basically like, you know, they talked about it briefly, like they've mentioned it in interviews and whatever and on the on the podcast itself and you know in in this and in that they've said um that they wanted to make a tv show that felt like a natural extension of the podcast but obviously they couldn't just film themselves sitting at a desk doing the podcast but you know in the podcast they make these like wild you know crazy ideas of like what you could possibly do and so the TV show was them trying to execute the possibilities that they came up with rather than just, you know, postulate. Um, and so basically it's, it's, it is, it's the natural evolution of what the TV sh- of what the podcast would be as a TV show. It's a very, very well translated podcast to TV show kind of, um, I feel like I've said podcast and TV show too much in the last minute and a half. But anyway, it's very well done, um, and it's extremely entertaining. But there's there's an overarching theme in this of like brotherly bonding, which is a through line in all of their stuff, um, especially because their dad is there and it's in their hometown. And there's like, I don't know, baby, you could probably speak to this better than I can because my hometown sucks. <laughs> but um, like, there's definitely a feeling of there's these little hints here and there that like give you this sense of what Huntington is. Sure. Um, it just is, it's really nice that like all throughout the podcast, I mean, listen to me, all throughout the TV show, there are all these little like things you pick up on based on like people they talk to, especially when it comes to like the mayor and the, all their interactions with him. You can really tell like what a small insular town it is. Like, I don't mean and it's that. Like, a... And to be fair, it's not like a it's not a small town. No. Like I've driven through it, and it's like a sizable city. But like it's right. it's a very like towny town. It's like in the center of a little valley, and there's like not a lot elsewhere. So like everybody in the town kind of stays in the town. Sure, but like these these boys are like because of that, these boys are like the ones that got out. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. they're like in big quotes. Well, like, Justin the... didn't. Well, but they're like the ones that made it TM. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, when you, I mean, like, I grew up in a super small town. And so, like, you know, if someday I ended up being famous, like, everybody in my town would know me and talk about me and, like, 
when I even now when right. I come home because my mom's a business owner and everyone knows her when I come home like there's all these people who recognize me and like are asking me how I'm doing and like I am a known presence in the community that I grew up in because I lived in the same place for I don't know 15 16 years and also my mom is a well-known person there which is the same for these boys they grew up in the same place their whole lives Justin still lives there and their dad was a, a radio DJ and so, like, everybody that listens to that station knows Clint, at least knows his voice, mm-hmm. you know, and knows who he is. And, like, you know, Justin... He was also a teacher. He, Yeah, he t- he um, taught theater at uh, Marshall University, which is where they go in the first episode. Um, I don't know that he taught anything. I don't know a whole lot about his his history. I don't know if he taught anywhere else. But I know for sure that one of, uh, one of my very close personal friends was a student of his at Marshall when she went there for um, elementary theater education. Um, So yeah, it just, it feels, it feels like um, very family. If that makes sense. Well, and the Um, cool thing about it is like this, when you watch the TV show, like you feel like you're being invited into their family and into their lives. Like, it's not like, Mm-hmm. it's not like hey look at all this stuff and look at where we've been and blah 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 it's like you feel like you're a part of it and that's really it's mm-hmm. like really nice and homey and warm well, and like which has always been the draw i mean we've mentioned this before but it's always been the draw of the mcroy brothers to me and to a lot of fans um uh especially in the gay community because right. um you know we gays love small towny things yeah gays love cozy family cute decorations you know put up lawn ornaments and the kids come by for the halloween treats right. and you gather around in the town center and sing carols together around the everything like it's gays love that well yeah but we don't get it but we don't get it right because we're not included in communities we're not included in the sense of community that is built in well, these sort of small most towns of those yeah most of those small town situations that like you could move to as a gay person and like live there are Mm -hmm. in these areas full of people who are very um not accepting yeah i mean they're they they are ignorant right and they and they're they're insular yeah they are and like so when you know when you come into this situation as a quote-unquote outsider they're it's not as easy to like fit in right away which is why a lot of gay people flock to big cities you know and Mm -hmm. that's where you can kind of disappear and join into some you know Right. Secret society. Um, um, but, you know, it's the for me getting this vicarious sort of feeling of like Huntington and belonging and like, you know, growing up with these people, going through the school system, you know, knowing the right. same people from when you were in kindergarten all the way up until you graduate high school and even into college and like everybody kind of going to the same college well, and, and like Justin just sort even of this comments that uh, the mayor's mother was his third grade teacher. Yeah. Which is wild. And she's an inspiration, <laughs> right. And the mayor comments right after that, after they run off and, and, you know, sign a document that they were supposed to sign to give power back over to the mayor after he named them honorary mayors for a minute. Right. Um, and he, they they signed, haha, we're still the mayor's, uh, see you later, sucker. And he goes, oh, wow, they really are their father's sons. Um, <laughs> and, like, that's just, like, his... That means like the mayor knew their dad when he was young and like and like a trickster. Like he's that's it it's just this lineage and this family and this culture and this this town and it it's something I've always wanted. I've always wanted to feel that belonging, but you know, I've never had it. And so like to see a family that is so close like they are and to see like a family that is so closely knit into the town and the town itself responding to them and letting them do this as well. And I mean, like obviously not everyone in Huntington knows them, but like everyone in Huntington probably knows of them. You know what I mean? Right. Then that's what I mean. They probably don't all know them personally, but like even my friend gray who went to Marshall and like was in class with Clint, like knew of the boys and knew what they did. She wasn't necessarily like a fan of them. But she like knew their stuff, you know, which is just wild to me. But, you know, (laughs) no, absolutely. And I mean, it's it's interesting. I mean, like it kind of rolls back into that into their theme song, which I mean, like, I don't want to dig too deeply into this, but like it's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too not familiar. 
Like sure. it's it's the idea of like watching them. You feel familiar to them. You feel familiar to this town, but not too familiar because it's not you your life. You know what I right. mean? You didn't grow up there, but not too not familiar that you don't still get that warm feeling. And the Candle Nights episode specifically kind of hits me. All of them do because it's it's there and you feel the energy of them in this town. But the Candle Nights episode specifically hits me because they have that reminiscent moment at the end. Right. Um, that, you know, made me tear up the first time I watched it. Actually, every time I watch it, when Justin just has this like prideful moment, like as a big brother, like being with his his little brothers and, you know, just genuinely expressing his gratitude for this moment then you know the fact that they made a series a tv series together and like just thinking about how far they've come and like it's 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 gorgeous it's an absolutely gorgeous you know series and it's simple you know like it's it's ultimately very simple like it's simply shot it's simply you know performed it's not a lot of you know there's no scripting um, mm-hmm. you know, there's a minimal scripting, but it's like, you know, scripted. it's, yeah, it's lightly scripted. They had that's like the thing, bits that's planned. That's the thing but... about it is like, it's lightly scripted in the way like your outside playtime with your friends was lightly scripted where you'd be like, okay, you're going to be, um, the wizard and she's going to be the princess in the tower and I'm going to be the dragon and this is what's going to happen and pretend like blah, 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 blah. Like it's that kind of energy of like fun, especially the whole safety town thing. Like it's really just that fun energy of like playing. Cause I, everybody I played outside with was a boy when I was a kid. So Mm -hmm. like, it's really that like boys playing outside, like, dicking around and like being jerks to each other mm-hmm. um yeah because uh i did so much of well that especially because like it's literally it's literally video footage of three boys running around in a little town getting right. in trouble right like it's literally yes. three boys running around too Making much and getting in trouble and then getting in trouble exactly like it feels like it feels nostalgic but it's happening now like it's so mm-hmm. it's like adults being kids it's so hard to explain like the feeling of it is just mm-hmm. so it, like I, it, it makes me like I feel happy to be there that I'm observing it but it also makes me kind of sad that like I wish I could still do stuff like that yeah which I think just where Justin at the very end when he gets emotional like that's where that comes from is it's like that he says that like I don't understand why it takes a camera crew for all of us to get here and like do this together. Why do yeah, we? Why did we around. stop like being funny and silly and messing around when we are adults? Like, why do we? Why does everything all of a sudden have to be so serious? And you know, why can't we just still be like goofy? And I don't understand. You know, just because yeah. we're adults doesn't mean we have to stop having fun. It's true, and I mean, like, I think that's sort of the their ethos of their whole, their whole shit is just like. Have fun, you know, do what you care about, do what yeah. you love, do what you like, do and with it with people, the people you, love. you love. Yeah. Yeah. You know, family, friends. Um, and, you know, it's, and bringing people. My favorite thing that they do overall, and this is a bit of a departure <laughs> um, from the, uh, you know, the show itself, but like, broadly speaking, you know, they've, bring people into their projects they bring people into their world they they bring their family in and do podcasts they encourage their their wives and their family to do their own podcasts they encourage other people to do podcasts travis in particular produces too many podcasts right well and, and like, didn't not, justin just open a podcast yeah, studio justin, in huntington yeah as of recording this justin just opened a podcast recording studio in Huntington with the intent to allow people who don't have access to the materials and to necessary to record their stories and their their ideas. Yeah, they can rent to it allow out for th- up to four hours a month, I think, for like twenty bucks, yeah. which is wild. Yeah, it's it's bananas, and yeah. like that's just the kind of people they are. They want they want to spread joy. They want to spread this love, and like you know. I gotta say, like you know, Clint did a good job raising these these fellas, cause 
gosh darn it, <laughs> they are doing a stellar job. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, that's really my thoughts on it. I mean, like, it's, mm-hmm. again, there's not a lot to it besides just, just a general sense of, like, giddiness and, and like, mischief and just boys being boys but not in the fucking like you know how people say like boys will be boys to like justify awful things no it's not like that this is what boys being boys is about this is (laughs) boys being boys at its best it's just running around town being loud being a little bit mischievous but ultimately not hurting anybody like you know you know making their brothers get grossed out like you know travis has the the rancho episode where he's the the feature uh like victim of that one and then there's the resumes one where uh griffin is the victim of that one because they dress him up like an idiot and then um i don't think justin ever has a victim moment oh no he's the oldest child he doesn't get to be the victim yeah that's true but um yeah they like they all have their little moments and like their their relationship really shines through but there's one huge question that i have on my mind um and it's an issue i've had since i finished watching the show for the first time and it's a big one um and i don't talk about this a lot with a lot of people but it's like a huge glaring issue i have with this show um and that's uh when is season two coming out yeah right (laughs) That's the because, only problem with this show is that there's not more episodes and we don't know yeah. when season two is coming. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know if se- season two is coming is the problem. Yeah. I mean, like, I want nothing more than for season two to come, but, like, it's difficult to make a TV show, especially when you don't have the backing of a huge network to fund it. Um, I mean, like, they did it mostly themselves, but, like, CISO was giving them the bank. Sure. And so, I mean, like, you know, they're they're not hard up for scratch these days, what with their giant media empire. So, like, I'm hoping they can, you know, kind of make it happen for themselves or at least do, like, a GoFundMe. Um, sorry, I dropped something. No, you're but, fine. But, um, yeah, at least do a GoFundMe or something because they... There are so many people that would love to see this happen. Um, like... I don't know if there's a way to, I mean, like, we, we couldn't impose it on them, but I just want to say right now, like, tweet at us, um, at GoodBoysGirlsTM, uh, you know, do you, would you donate to a GoFundMe for My Brother, My Brother and Me Season 2? Like, would you, like, would you donate and how much would you donate? Like, just realistically, like, I know, you know, it's tempting to be like, one million dollars! <laughs> but, like... You know, how realistically, how much would you donate? I want to gauge just from our listenership, whoever would be able to interact with us on Twitter. Yeah. I want to gauge from our listenership how much you would be willing to donate and see, like, how close that would come to, like, the budget of a low-budget TV show. Because, like, let's be realistic. I don't know much about TV production, but, like, they had a whole... They rented out a set. They had cameras, sound guys, all that stuff. Like, to put that through, you know, that's... I mean... I don't know. I'd say upwards of a hundred thousand dollars, probably more, maybe yeah. less. I don't know. I'm not good at this. Stuff. I don't, I'm not good at it either. But like, honestly, this is why I'm going to college for film because I don't know. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> By I'm, the way, I'm actually, since educator. the last episode, since the last episode, I did get accepted into college. Woo-hoo! Um, I did get accepted into college. I wanted to share Yay, that with the listeners. Baby. So, I am, and there's I am, a very good chance that. Not the next episode, but the next episode after that will be our first episode in the same room together. Yes, that is true. Because when this episode is released, I will be on the road down to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to uh, see, I'm looking for a soul to steal. So, <laughs> and I imagine um, that the weekend I come up to see you, we'll probably try to bang a couple things out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, I mean, like, that's really all there is to say about it. I mean, like, we can go into the nitty gritty, but, like, to be fair, I want, I think, you know, sitting down with somebody you love. Yeah. Um, or even alone, you know, like, and just, just run through these. Because these episodes are 25 minutes a pop. You like, I think the, the longest one. Hours. Yeah, the longest one is 26 minutes and yeah. 
51 seconds. That's Resumes and Jamiroquai's dad. Yeah. That's episode three. No, one of them's 28. I one think Dorms and Ghouls oh. Smashing is 28. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't remember. No, no, no. Dorms and Ghouls Smashing is 26. The longest one's Candle Nights. That's 27 minutes and 10 seconds. So the okay. longest episode is 27 minutes. You can bang this thing out in two hours. Three-ish yeah. hours. No, yeah. Well, two and a half hours with pee breaks. So... Well, three hours. No, because each one is, well, twenty if minutes. Each, if you round up, if you round up, each one is thirty minutes, with I mean, ads. That's a, that's a bit of rounding. Yeah, I guess with ads. Okay, so you can knock it out in three hours. That's Lord of the Rings time. <laughs> one Lord of the Rings is a whole. My brother, my brother, and me. Well, here's the thing. Lord of the Rings is a is a completely valid method of time sure. measurement. No, absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, I've done that so many times. Here's what I will say. Um, as a fan of all of their content, if you are desperately trying to get somebody you know into these boys and into their content, and they just like do not have time for podcasts or like they listen to an episode and just couldn't get into it, I highly, highly recommend showing them the TV show because this will give them an, a kind of a weird avant-garde but still an idea of like what their energy is and kind of what they do and what they're about and mm -hmm. they'll fall in love with their comedy i mean that's what happened to my brother you know like he watched his tv show and then i was like have you seen monster factory and he was like no and so we watched final pam which i think that's all we watched together See, he's watched a couple I'm, things by himself but yeah i'm gonna get a little i'm gonna a little bit real i'm i'm genuinely afraid to show this to my dad because I think he'd like it, sure. right? But sure. like, I'm, I'm, I'm so worried he's gonna be like, "What the fuck even is this?" Sure. And it, it's just gonna cement another reason, another thing my dad and I don't have in common. <laughs> and, sure, but like, also, you never know. I mean, like, he yeah. might really like it. And plus, like, has your brother seen this show? Like, you should show it to Rob. I should show it to my brother. I mean, he, he would, would, he he would, would love like, it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know. He would love it. Because I've showed my brother Monster Factory. And yeah. he, he was dying. He still quotes Final Pam every once in a while. And is it doesn't know it. <laughs> he doesn't know that he's doing it. <laughs> and uh, he'll just go like, I do this. And I'm like, you didn't do the voice. He's like, what voice? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Honestly, like... Our parents aren't supposed to be our friends. So, like, if they're not into the same things we're into, I don't really care that much about it. Um, but Clint's their friend. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I've kind of just he accepted... He plays D&D with them. I know. I've just accepted that my parents aren't cool, and they're just never going to be as into the things I'm into as I am. They pretend to be, but they're I really not. I just have to accept that my parents aren't Clint McElroy. It's really the, that's the nitty gritty of it. That's a fucking mood. Everybody wants their parents to be Clint, and none of them can have them. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody except the McElroy brothers have Clint McElroy as Clint, their parent. Will you be my dad? <laughs> Please. Please. Can we be honorary McElroy? Can sisters? we make a petition? Yeah. That we're that we're the lost McElroy sisters. We're the lost sisters. Like, we need. Please. This. I've always Wait, wanted older hang on. brothers. I want to make a petition that I'm the I'm the canon inspiration for Loop. That I'm <gasps> the lost. I'm Accurate. the lost trans sister <laughs> that they forgot about because of wizard magic, and I'm I'm the lost loop. I'm the lost trans sister of the McElroys. My girlfriend. <laughs> All right, fair enough. No, the, I get to be a McElroy sister, and then you get to be a McElroy sister-in-law. You get to be a McElroy wife. No, I don't want to be a sister-in-law. What? Clint you don't want to be like Rachel or Sydney or that's or true. Teresa? Okay, that's fair. Look, they're in the family. They're all sisters. It's true. Div this is a divisive statement. I personally like their wives better than I like them. There you go. <laughs> so be a be a McElroy wife. Please don't tell them I said that. I love them to bits. You said just, it on the air. 
don't don't nobody who's at listening this point tell them. at this point justin knows about our podcast as well as, okay. as travis now I have to we're slowly myself. working our way down the list sydney also knows myself. about the podcast Listen, boys i love you and your content so much and if i hadn't found out about you i wouldn't have found out about your lovely wives but honestly and they'd all say this. Their wives have made them all better people. No, they married them, baby. <laughs> They're I the love- ones that married their wives. That's true. They love them probably more than they love each other because they didn't marry each other. Well, I hope not. <laughs> hey, do you want to drop maybe a hint about the next episode? Um, I think we've dropped 9,000 hints so far. Um, I mean, like, we can all head to Yahoo Answers and ask who the next guest will be. Sure. But, um, I have a, a sneaking suspicion that, uh, Drew will be left very surprised. And through some- It's Drew Davenport. The next one's going to be Drew, Drew Davenport. Davenport. So, yeah. we interviewed him, I guess, what, two weeks ago now? No, in the future. Ooh. We 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 are interviewing. No, baby, we don't. We interviewed him two weeks ago. In We've the been year sitting on this. Two thousand. We've been sitting on it and holding a surprise. So that'll be coming out November. We've been, baby, stand up. Let him get. A, let him go free. Don't sit on Drew Davenport. <laughs> he's a good boy. Oh, he's such a good. What a good. He's so for context. Fun to talk to. I'm taking my pants off. My cardigan is splayed around me like I'm fucking Batman. Hey, why? I'm there tonight. What? I'm there. I'm really tired and goofy. Okay. Well, also, we're gonna... I have gas because I ate a whole Is MF this just like personal, like personal, super personal hour? Like, do you want me to talk about like the freckle on the inside of my thigh? Like, what? what is this happening? I love into? That, thre- that freckle. It's, I, yeah. It's my favorite one. No, it's not. Is it? Right. No. You know what my favorite freckle is? What? The one on your shoulder. Oh, that's really gay. I like that one. I like you. Um, okay, so we need to go so I, we can go snuggle because I haven't talked to you at all today besides right now. Yeah, we need to go snuggle. Cyber snuggle. That's <laughs> the gayest thing in the world. That's really gay and also really sad. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Really Some, gay and really sad. Someday we're going to like live in a house together and this won't be a problem anymore. Yeah. I feel like one day we're going to be living in a house together and then like I'm going to be feeling nostalgic and I'm going to go in another room and call you. <laughs> <laughs> Do we also want to talk about how like the next time we actually talk to them will be, will have been, it'll be seven months the next time we actually get to like record an episode. And you'll be living oh, yeah. in Georgia. Yeah, there'll be a whole, whole lot of changes the next time lives. we record. Yeah, I'll be a, I'll be the president of the United States. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? No, I'd be a very bad president. No. See, some of us can admit when we're, we would be a bad president. Yikes! Okay, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the Good Boys Girls. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, we are at Good Boys Girls TM, which I chronicle the story of how that happened in the next episode. So, listen for that. Um, please yeah. leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard today. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of, we got a couple new reviews. We since gotta the last read the time. new reviews. Welcome new down reviews. to the review zone. Um, we got all the latest review. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta do the theme okay, song. Okay, do the do the review theme song. Go. People walking down to the iTunes store and they say, "Hey, what do you got?" And the iTunes store man reaches on the shelf and he says, we got this one coming off hot. It's the good boys, girls. What do you think? They give it a listen. They have it a little drink. And they walk up to the counter and they ring on that bell and say, well, it's pretty good. Today we have uh, two more reviews. One from friend of the show, Sarah How Like a God. Thank you, Sarah. And Hi. also CC Pop, which is a good username. So thank you. Pop. The- Wait, is that a gun thing? No. Was that a threat? Baby, no. 
Don't threaten our listeners. Pop. CC. No, I'm not threatening them. They're threatening us. CC no. pop spells gun noise. She said, love these wonderful women loving women. Some good, good girls talking about some good, good boys. Love the energy here. Five stars. Don't make, don't, don't threaten our I listeners. wasn't making fun of her. I'm just very nervous today. I. It's okay. Look, I'm here and I am keeping you safe. I am in my small arms. I, I met a tall you. goblin man who threatened hey, me today. I will hold you and keep you safe, no matter what happens. From the I'm Slender Man? Here. Yes. The Slender Man cannot get you when I am holding you. I'm very sleepy. I love you. I love you. What did Sarah Howell like a god say? Sarah Howell like a god said some very nice things. She said that whenever she's having a bad day, she puts on an episode of Mabim Bam and thinks, take me away, boys. But now there's a new podcast she can let her brain fall into when she needs it. She loves how sweet, funny, talented, how sweet, funny, and talented we are and that her, our love makes her smile without fail. Aw. Hey, I love you. Hey, I love you. And we love you, Sarah Howley. God. We love you, Sarah, and all of our other listeners. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Blue Space Queen. And I'm at Donald Trump. Um, no. At Real Donald Trump. Haley is on at Um If you would like to s- listen to some, some of the other podcasts on our network, we are hosted by Lunar Light Studio. Um, you can follow our Twitter at Lunar Light HQ. Um, we actually just invited two new podcasts two new shows. onto the network. What You Call It, right. which is a what great call- podcast. What you, I call it What You Call It. No, it's called What You Call It. Uh, what You Call also, It. Wait, What You Call It. <laughs> what You Call It is what it's called. But What You Call It. <laughs> okay. Thank and- you, ladies and gentlemen. This has been our Who's On First. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, and also a new podcast that'll be airing the week after this one comes out. Uh, yep. It's called Overwitch, which is a video game podcast hosted by three very good boys. Overwitch? Overwitch, where they talk about Overwatch and what the news you, what, for the week. What you call it? What you call it? Overwitch. Overwitch. What you call it? What you call it? Overwitch. Overwitch. Yes, and on Overwatch, three very good boys talk about the Overwatch news for the week, and then they review a video game. And using the metric of would you use, would you play this during your Overwatch time? Would you replace your Overwatch time by playing this video game? And then they decide, say yes or no, and they talk about the game and what they liked about it, what they didn't, and it's very cute and sweet. And they're I very, like... they're very good boys. Yeah. Um, and so check them we out. love, we love our new uh, podcast family members. Welcome and we've got to more Lunar coming Light Studio. In. Um, I've gotten a bunch of emails and a bunch of stuff. So yep, yep. Um, if you would like to continue submitting things, we are still taking submissions through to the end of the year. Um, ooh, excuse me, a burp. Uh, you can email us <gasps> at lunarlightstudio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can reach out to me on my personal Twitter or the Good Boys Girls Twitter or the Lunar Light Twitter. You can, all of them mm-hmm. have private messaging open. You can just message any of us anytime. Mm-hmm. Share that. And uh, I think that's it. Did I forget anything? Uh, you forgot that um, I have looked into the great abyss and I've seen a great darkness. We will mm-hmm. be consumed by an eternal flame of gnashing teeth and blood from below, and our world will become horror, a horror unlike which we could have possibly dreamed. Happy Halloween! <laughs> and as always, remember take, take a, a hammer, hammer and, and fix the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs>